When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Are you cheap, Holly? Yes. Good. Because uh, I want to talk to some other cheap peeps Woo-hoo! up in here on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Holly Roberts along with Josh today. And we do have a question for you. Are you cheap? Turns out if you are, you're kind of proud of it. 651-641-1071. Tell us your favorite, you know, cheap trick. Like what's the thing that you love about being cheap? What's the thing that gets you to um you know to not spend all mm-hmm. of the the cash that you would otherwise 6516411071 why are we asking about cheapness oh my god it, perfectly timed question holly we are uh asking this question today because there was a press release about a company who wants to talk about some cheap stuff in a contest and i'm not even going to bore you with all those details because uh they can do their own advertising but within this story they did a poll a survey and found that a majority of those who responded considered being called cheap a compliment. And 53% of respondents said that they're proud of being labeled a bargain hunter. So uh, I just thought we could talk cheap at this point because I, too, love... I mean, you know, I can be wasteful when it comes to spending on occasion, depending on what we're talking about. But I also love a bargain and I love to save money. And I know that other people who love to save money love to share their tips and tricks. So 651-641-1071. Holly, I'm going to start with you. Yes. You, you said that you consider yourself cheap. Yes. Um, What do you love about being cheap or what's the thing that really gets you excited? I love... If we're going to talk about uh, behavior that you're proud of, of being cheap, because I wouldn't say that I'm proud of being cheap. It's more of a necessity, if you know what I mean. Okay. But I love shopping and perusing Facebook Marketplace and secondhand things. Finding a good secondhand treasure is a thrill, and I love it. For example, right now I am stocking these pair of shoes on Facebook Marketplace, and you better not be buying them because I want to buy them. Well, don't tell us what they are. because I won't. Uh, They're new, never worn. Oh, wait, Holly. $40 Holly, off. Holly, put a pin in that. Breaking news. About my shoes? No! <laughs> i got to put your shoes over here on the shelf. Okay, great. Let's go. Because we just got an email yeah. from a, quote, spokesperson for Amber Heard. Oh, really now? Now, you know this has happened to this show before. Yes. Um, we've gotten these. Uh, and this is not a joke. We've literally gotten <laughs> communications from the person who is representing uh, Amber Heard. Uh-huh. They are doing a huge media push. Oh, boy. Hi, all. This says again. I mean, I don't. What know is it, I, McMahon? Her media hi, person. Hi, <laughs> Spokes. This this comes from a communications company mm-hmm. who purports to be a spokesperson for Amber Heard, mm-hmm. and the email says, 
Hi all. Making sure you have the below on background. Uh, that what does that mean on background? I am not a journalist. On background. Um. Well, on background, which is sometimes referred to as not for, uh, means the reporter may quote the source directly, but may not attribute the statement to the source by name. Okay, so I'm not going to tell you who the person is, but <laughs> yeah. they are purporting to be a spokesperson mm-hmm. for. Amber Heard Mm -hmm. saying that Amber is on her way to the courthouse. Okay, so that's interesting, Bradley, because in the previous segment, when we said that the jury had reached a verdict in this, sources over at the Internet that I sourced from the Law and Crime Twitter, which is basically the equivalent of a court TV. Yeah, they were saying that Johnny Depp's sources were saying that, you know, he had previous work engagements, so he's going to be over in the U.K., but it'll be watching the verdict. So Amber Heard sources are now saying she's headed to the courtroom. Mm-hmm. And you can imagine that they're trying to make a point by saying she's showing up in court while perhaps implying that he is not. And maybe one of them is taking this more seriously than the other. I don't know. That yeah. could be the implication. Right. Anyway, so again, on background, a spokesperson says that Amber's on her way to the courtroom. Mm-hmm. Just thought I'd give you that piece of breaking news. Wow. We just need some fedoras with a card that says press on the side. Exactly. Get us that. Now, should we go back to being cheap? Yeah, cheap. So your favorite, uh, like, bargain hunting site right now is Facebook Marketplace? It's Facebook Marketplace. What have you gotten again? You've gotten more than... I've gotten shoes from a school bus that was parked in a driveway in an outer ring suburb. That was great. That is awesome in an outer ring suburb, so you didn't have to travel far. Yeah. You didn't have to pay shipping. No, it was fine. The person was like in the school bus, and they came out of the school bus, and they had a in pair of shoes for me. school bus? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did you go alone? I Maybe don't know. you should let people know where you're going, is what I'm saying, before you go to places. <laughs> no, I think I actually had somebody that That's I went with. But yes, I love shopping on social media. It is like garage sailing, and you don't even have to put on pants. I, You know, here's the thing. I love, and I use you as sort of like, okay, if and when I'm ready to do this, I'm going to do this because Holly has done it successfully. But my, the fear that I have is that I'm going to spend all of my time just trolling that site and, you know, coming up with reasons to buy things that I don't actually need. Have you found yourself, you know, getting things you don't actually need? No, because you always have to go in with a plan. This is Cheapskate 101, is that yeah, if you are looking for something, you have to be specific. Because if you're just going in to wait to be delighted by bargains that you're going to find, they're not actually bargains. Yeah. Because then you're spending money that you don't need to. That's like shopping in general when I just show up at a store and I'm like, I got to buy something. No, you don't. Okay, Cheapskate so you're saying, 101, stick go to with the a list. plan. Go, go with, with a the plan. plan. Yes. Do you know, like, honestly, the only Cheapskate thing, because I love when I get a bargain, like, who doesn't love getting a bargain, right? And yeah. a lot of the, you know, since I do all of our food shopping, for example, a lot of my bargains are like food related. And mm-hmm. my favorite thing is when I'm at the co-op and they've marked down the meat Oh, because, you know, the meat's expensive right now. And yeah. so whenever I see markdowns, I'm like shoving everything into my cart. Like, because you can put it in the freezer yeah. and you'll or eat it later. Coffee. Uh, Costco had the, the coffee that we like, uh, I think, last month you know, $5 off, you know, the price. And I just, you know how it says like limit, whatever I bought the, the amount, I think six things of coffee. And then I went back the next week and bought them again. Yes. And so now we have like literally probably a year's worth of coffee sitting in our basement. But that's great. But I love it. Thank you for your cheapskate tip. Yeah. Buy at the limit. <laughs> Josh, do you consider yourself a bargain hunter? Um, 
Somewhat. I mean, I go to Walmart and Target, so I'm pretty basic. Okay. But, yeah. I mean, you know, if you're going to Walmart and Target, you're looking for bargains as Target well, Target circle right? every time. Yeah. Uh, I'm saying with you, though. I'm Costco. It's the best way to spend $300 on groceries, for it's, sure. It's true. I do find myself going, it's a deal, but then I'm buying a lot. Yeah. So yeah. you just have to, like, I have to limit myself to the number of times I can go a month. But Yeah, it's, uh, the thing is, the trick to Costco, at least, is not to walk in with the cart. Oh. Yeah. Like, if. Force yourself to carry a cardboard box of whatever. Oh, if you don't go in the cart, you I don't like have the strategy. urge to, you know, throw stuff I'm not in doing cart. that, Josh, but I'm grateful that you are because that that imposes some boundaries I'm not yeah. willing to commit to at this point. Because <laughs> yeah, if I sure. see it, I'm like, I need to try that. Yeah, uh, that, that's my wife in a nutshell. She's like, I want that's this. Ooh, they have joggers. Let's get that. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, um, thanks for all your hot tips, ladies and gentlemen. Now, Holly, let's just recap before we head to break, because Uh when we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're going to have some publationship updates. You're going to give us a little update on our good friend, Mama June. Yeah. But before we do that, let's just remind the audience what we're dealing with at this particular hour. And uh, we just referenced uh, some breaking news. And that breaking news is? The breaking news is that the jury is going to read. They have reached a verdict in the lawsuit between Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. That verdict is going to be announced 2 p.m. local time. And here on the Colleen and Bradley show, we will carry it live. We'll carry it live. We just got an email from uh, Amber Heard's. Uh, alleged spokesperson saying she'll be there. So yeah, and Johnny De- sources close to Johnny Depp say he will not. All right. Well, more on Mama June when we return right here on My Talk One Hundred Seven One. You've been wondering uh, what Mama June is up to. No. Well, good news. We've got updates. And so by the end of the segment, I think you're going to be grateful. You now know something you didn't before. Good afternoon and welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley show here on my talk. One Oh seven one. I'm Bradley trainer and Holly's got the update on mama June. I just want to let you guys know that we are preparing to bring you the Amber Heard, Johnny Depp, uh, trial verdicts live later in the show. So, uh, uh, we'll do that. We'll let you know if anything changes or what to look forward to. Should we learn anything more? Holly, why, why, how, do we have an update on Mama June? Oh. What's she up to? Well, Mama June, Bradley, is totally in a publationship, and she has now secretly married her boyfriend, Justin Stroud. What? What? She's secretly married? Yeah, secretly married. And by secretly married, it just means that she didn't announce it on social media necessarily. So she got married back in March at a courthouse in Georgia. We're wow, learning this, okay. and it's being confirmed to page six. Now, They allegedly first sparked engagement rumors when Page Six published exclusive photos of the pair ring shopping at a store in a mall in Alabama. Now they're going on vacation. And Bradley, we have the exclusive pictorials of Mama June and her new husband, Justin, splashing around in a pool, enjoying themselves, honeymooning. So you're saying we got an exclusive, so they gave their photos to whoever this exclusive was sent to. Yes. Which sounds very publationshipy. It absolutely is publationshipy. Mama June is leveraging her celebrity power in the realm of romance and love and is getting herself some attention. And now we're seeing the photographs. Now, this is just got to give it to her. Mama June is playing the publationship game, but she is doing it very uh, deliberately. Yeah. What do, you, go, what do you mean by that? Deliberate? Well, when you look at the story, it's an exclusive over mm-hmm. at page six. And what does that mean? Means that uh, somebody from Mama June's people probably sent those photos over to page six. Exactly. And when you look at the photographs over at page six, 
They just said, hey, hey. come and take some photos of us, okay? And they knew where to show up. Yeah. They knew when to take those photos. They knew what those photos were going to be for. This is a completely uh, Photoshop or um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, Publationship. <laughs> photoshopped experience exactly because you see such poses as mama june and justin in the lazy river because they're at some kind of resort that has a water park situation you see the two of them lounging in a beachside chair mama june and justin smooching and then they're just posing for photographs right in front of wherever they happen to be they're at some resort so the resort's getting a little bit of press mama june and justin are getting a little bit of press everybody wins so this like this is pretty you know like there's something delightful about this story and i imagine the reason you brought it to us is because it is reflective of what we talk about all the time on this show which is a publication ship and how it works the anatomy of a publication ship this is just not a person i think most people have thought about like what's her relationship status because I mean, let's be clear here on the Calling of Bradley show. We love Mama June uh, or we had a love affair with Mama June back in the Here Comes Honey Boo Boo days. And then things got some somewhat problematic. And, yeah. But then she had a you know return to reality television. And of late, I would say this last year, we've paid attention to her in a new way, which means uh, that she wants us to pay attention to her, meaning this is par for the course of Publationship 101 experience. Yeah, this is how a celebrity like Mama June, Bradley, you said that, you know, you've been following Mama June for quite some time, probably since the beginning of this show or close to it. So you can see the trajectory of a person like this, a person who is a celebrity in the true sense of the word, in as much as they became famous just for being themselves. Yeah. And then their fame has been an industry in and of itself. So this is Mama June tapping into the power of the population ship, putting it out there deliberately. I mean, she's in Panama City Beach, and she's just hanging out, posing, making sure that you see her wedding ring, smooching in the lazy river. And then it puts intrigue in being like, boy, what are Mama June and Justin going to be doing next? I don't know. Are they going to get a reality show or we're going to follow them? Who knows? Seems like they're positioning it as such. Yeah. So you're saying that there's something around the corner likely to happen that we're going to learn about whether it's a new series um, or, you know, just the latest installment of, you know, her current reality experience. Um, And we know from, you know, the crack reporting investigative work we've done on this show (laughs) that likely the person behind her is one Gina Rodriguez. Oh, that's right. Not the actress, but Gina Rodriguez, the... um, uh, celebrity, uh, use that term loosely, manager, meaning she manages all sorts of viral celebrities, people from Mama June. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? 
Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. All the way up to and including the ocean spray cranberry um, guy. What was his name? The oh, Fleetwood Mac. The Fleetwood Mac Dreams guy. Fleetwood Mac. Now um, I am going over to Gina Rodriguez's Instagram account, Bradley, and... Give yourself a ding because one of the things in her biography says Mama June Fridays on WeTV. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this is totally on par. It's Nathan Apodaca, by the way. Thank you. Nathan Apodaca is the Ocean Spray Cranberry. <gasps> oh, Sorry okay. to circle back. Um, so, yeah, so this is just like this is on a like Mama June level of what we just talked about with Brian Austin Green and Sharna Burgess yesterday, right? Right. In fact, I think you connected those dots yourself. Yeah. Now, Sharna Sharna Burgess, dancer on Dancing with the Stars, significant other of Brian Austin Green, she's approaching her publationship in a very different way where she's absolutely participating as much as Mama June is in a publationship with Brian Austin Green. Except her tactic isn't just like putting it all out there. She's putting it out there. And then she's being vague about it. But then she's also getting defensive when people question her about it. And mm. that's a publationship tactic too. Or just a celebrity tell me, tactic. Tell me more about that. Well, meaning, you know, yesterday we talked about Sharna Burgess uh, clapping back, so to speak, at people who were <laughs> questioning whether or not she was living with Brian Austin Green because she was talking about having a new house, yep. using the opportunity in the clapbacks to position herself and being like, I love Brian Austin Green and I love real estate. What are you talking about? Yeah, haven't you ever heard of somebody doing an investment property before? Yeah. Oh, thanks for now, for now humble bragging. Yeah, really okay. appreciate right. that. Yeah, okay. So two different tactics, but also Sharna Burgess... I suppose there is a little, uh, wants to present a little bit more of a sophisticated celebrity front than Mama June. Yeah, there are. But she's doing the same thing. No, I appreciate that you drawn that comparison because there are people who try to be more coy. Like, because even, you know, Jennifer Aniston or, you know, Brad Pitt, like A plus list celebrities do the very same thing, only executed in a far different way that is perhaps somewhat reflective of their perceived status in Hollywood. Yeah. Like the more a plus list, the more you have to pretend you're not doing this. Right. Whereas there's a delightful, refreshing nature to mama June. Who's like, I'm doing this. Yeah. I need attention. Quite frankly, it's refreshing that mama June and her new husband are smooching on the lazy river in Panama city beach. Go for it, girl. Go for it. Yes. Okay. When we come back, a couple celebrities or outfits or people or things behaving badly. We call them. Thanks, Satan. We'll be right back here on My Talk 1071. Celebrities have made it to our list of celebrities behaving badly here on the Colleen and Bradley Show. We'll tell you in mere moments. I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Holly Roberts. Josh Long for the ride today, helping us out. And let's get right to the celebrities behaving badly. We call them D Bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Who's your D-bag, Holly? Oh, Bradley, I am all shook up by this story because it's bringing me to the Heartbreak Hotel. Um, okay, are those like bad Elvis puns? Of course they are. Uh-huh. Extremely. Um, actually, my D-bag today is an entity called Authentic Brands Group. ABG for short. They license Elvis Presley-related merchandise. And they're my D-bag today 
because they issued a cease and desist letter to several Las Vegas marriage chapels. What? They want to stop, Bradley, the long-storied tradition of having your wedding being officiated by an Elvis lookalike. Why did they want to not... Why do they want to stop that, one wonders? Well, because they want to stop the quote-unquote unauthorized use of, quote, Elvis Presley's name, likeness, voice image, and other elements of Elvis Presley's persona and advertisement merchandise and otherwise. So this entity... weird, like, that is a weird flex. Yeah, it's a weird flex. And they're trying to do it to all of these chapels, and they're pushing back against this, Saying that this is going to ruin our livelihood. Why Why do you think, I mean, it's not like they want to corner the market unless they're coming out with, like, next fall, a series of, you know, franchise chapel locations that we, by the way, own. Yeah, well, the only thing, Bradley, that I can think about why they're getting so aggressive in this tradition, this kind of camp tradition of people impersonating Elvis and then marrying people in Las Vegas. Yeah. Is that this new movie Elvis is coming out at the end of the month directed by Boz Luhrmann. This company sees an opportunity for merchandising, licensing and other things and maybe perhaps a renewed interest in the legacy of Elvis Presley in a way where they're like, hey, this is just a sort of like flex of, you know, uh, uh, intellectual property muscle. Yeah. Now, some people who are own wedding chapels in Las Vegas told the Associated Press they're like, you know, uh, we're just a family business. This is our bread and butter. You know, we're just hitting our stride again. It, it, things have been hard the past couple of years well, yeah, for, for businesses, everyone. for everybody. And so, um, yeah, I just it's like, hey, now legally, perhaps they could have a flex. This is the same company. And we've talked about this company before on this show. How ABG. do we have them on the show? Um, we had somebody on the show who did a similar thing, which is to manage the legacies and the properties mm-hmm. of uh, bygone celebrities. Yeah, it might have been a person from this organization. I know that we talked about a person who was building up a business doing celebrity holograms at oh, one yeah, point. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's probably what. So I'm it's of. all kind of in the mix. Now this company also manages the estate of people like Marilyn Monroe and Muhammad Ali. So and this is not coming from like the Elvis family experience. No, this isn't like Lisa Marie Presley Does going she, in. I wonder if she sold sold those rights. Or if she has her own interest and Elvis is right. This is like something for Lori. Yeah. Well, (laughs) I can't speak to that with 100% accuracy, Bradley, off the top of my head. But I know that Lisa Marie Presley had a lot of money problems in the past several years. Yeah. And I don't know whether or not she resolved some of those money problems by selling her stake in the estate about how that's managed. But I know that Priscilla, her mother and Lisa Marie have been involved in the estate. But clearly, I, you know, I. We don't know. We, we don't, don't know, know, but still, that it just seems like when you're coming after the little guy yeah. or little lady or whatever the you know uh, appropriate uh, analogy is, it's just not. That doesn't make your brand look any better. It just makes you look mean. Yeah. And in this moment, when people are trying to you know <laughs> like eke out a, a livelihood, uh-huh. doing something that's so niche, like you just. I mean, is this really a threat to the legacy of Elvis such that you can't continue to make money off T-shirts and bumper stickers? Right. Now, uh, the Las Vegas Review Journal is reporting that as of Monday, no chapels have reportedly been contacted further by ABG. 
So it's just kind of at a standstill at this point. But one could also make the argument that the legacy of Elvis is only helped by having these Elvis impersonators doing their thing in Las Vegas. There's a level of camp and a level of legacy. It's not cutting into your bottom line. No, it's not cutting into the bottom line. And, you know, I suppose they are worried maybe perhaps about the bottom line of Elvis because Elvis mm, arguably perhaps doesn't hold the same place that he once did or doesn't have necessarily as much cultural capital as he did at one point in time. Well, there's no direct connection. I mean, you know, I imagine it's still like people love Elvis and don't even understand what Elvis is. Exactly. Like it's so ubiquitous as an advertising tool. Right. um, That this movie is going to breathe life. So there's obviously renewed interest in his likeness. But Mm -hmm. again, this just seems like a weird choice. Yeah. And even listening to some conversations about the movie Elvis you know, that movie coming out at the end of the month, I'm personally excited to go see it. I think it looks oh, really yeah, it looks absolutely. fascinating. But as far as like a global smash, totally forgot the fact that Elvis Presley didn't tour outside of the United States. So does he not have that sort of then ubiquitous appreciation around the world that like, say, John Lennon, Marilyn Monroe do? Yeah, you could make that argument that he but doesn't. She, I mean... It's not like she was doing like big world tours, but maybe just through film in her image, her image has been more ubiquitous than Elvis. Yeah. I mean, we know that Khloe Kardashian is her biggest fan putting up all those. Stop stop with yourself. (laughs) What's your knee bag? Uh, I will. Kelly Dodd. What? I don't know what a Kelly Dodd is, but this is like a Real Housewives experience. Wow, okay. And it's, it's only because I saw the following headline. Lisa Rinna responds to Kelly Dodd's Harry Hamlin diss. And I was like, well, what's that? Kelly Dodd apparently said Harry Hamlin was next after Todd Chrisley's alleged gay affair was exposed. I know. What? I got to untangle That's some stuff. That's a lot. Okay. So apparently Kelly Dodd from Real Housewives, I don't know which one. Please let us know. Um, I'm going to go to the internet. Uh, Kelly Dodd joked apparently that Harry Hamlin was, quote, next after Todd Chrisley's alleged gay affair was revealed during the reality star's recent federal fraud trial, which we talked about last week. Kelly Dodd's Orange County. Orange County. So Real Housewives of Orange County. And um, apparently she thought it was hilarious to say uh, the following. Harry Hamlin is next. <laughs> Implying that Harry Hamlin is gay. It's 2022. Yeah. And honey, we're just now kicking off Pride Month. Now is not the time. No. To make tired old jokes. And I will say, um, Lisa Rinna then responded, you know, um, and she said, good morning to Kelly Dodd and Kelly Dodd only with a picture of her wearing a beard, implying that the joke is apparently that Lisa Rinna is Harry Hamlin's beard. Long story short, that they have a fake marriage. Ah, So she's like, no, we're not. We don't do that. Yeah, I mean, I get why Lisa Rinna responded, but ladies don't use gay people for your punchlines. Thank you. No. We'll be the source of our own punchlines. Now. Just, let's not be a punchline. People aren't punchlines. I'm sad, Bradley, that you brought Kelly Dodd into the consciousness because I, you know, mm, I'm just going to say this because I don't want to go there. 
But Kelly Dodd, she just has a lot of opinions. Okay, like, so, like bad opinions? Yeah, I don't you know, know anything she's about just, her. It seems like she's very outspoken on social media, and she's probably oh. one of those people who mm. says things like this, who goes out and, and says these things about Harry Hamlin, and then she'll take it back, and she'll be like, ah, I'm just kidding. Yeah, so here's the thing. Again, if this is like a private joke between y'all... Just do it on your group text. Mm-hmm. If you're trying to use a human being or like an entire community as your punchline, then we're going to have opinions about that. Yeah. And we're going to let you know about it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I also did want to just say that there was this weird, it, it reminded me that we just had a conversation about, maybe we didn't actually talk about it, but I remember reading a story about Harry Hamlin addressing, well, he made a comment about how a role that he had very early in his career prevented him from breaking out big in Hollywood. And the implication was because the role was of a gay man. I remember talking about this. We did earlier this year, and that uh, movie was called Making Love. Which was hugely revolutionary at the time, uh, or I should say controversial, not revolutionary. Well, it was was important, uh, but it was also controversial at the time because, of course, you did have two actors playing uh, gay men mm-hmm. who weren't, which is like a whole separate conversation about representation. But at the end of the day, I think he has always felt, that is Harry Hamlin has always felt that that did not help his career. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he talked about that, uh, looking at a story from Entertainment Weekly. Was it, did, did he just do a, a memoir or where did that story come about? I forget. All I can say is that he was talking to Entertainment Weekly, the 40th anniversary of the film. So I think oh, people were maybe looking okay. to reflect upon that experience. Yeah. And he did say, you know, he said of the movie Making Love, he called it way ahead of its time, you know, and he was looking for a role that he thought was going to be like serious and dramatic. And um, so that's the role that he took. Yes. Anyway, so I think that, you know, I'd be curious if it's because of that role that there are these rumors, because one of the things Kelly Dodd said in her, like, you know, shade uh, slash just gross, grossiosity. Mm-hmm. Is that a word? No, probably not. Sure, you made it up. Great. That, um, oh, everyone knows and everybody talks about it's a it's an open secret. It's like, OK, well, you know, he's got a wife and a family, so if he does not identify that way, let's maybe just leave it alone. Yeah. And rumors and gossip are just that. They're rumors and gossip. And they have a place on uh, the Colleen and Bradley show from noon to three. But we also don't take them that seriously. And we don't use them to, you know, make people into punchlines. Yeah, we're not punching down. Thank you. All right. When we come back from D-Bags to old TV, I'm very excited because Holly is going to, we're going to play a game. And it's old Hollywood gossip. And I think we're going to enjoy it. Right, Holly? Yep. We come back right here on My Talk 1071. Welcome back to the Colleen Bradley Show here on My Talk 1071. We're streaming live and uh, waiting patiently, but uh, on pins and needles for... The verdict in the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial, which is just around the corner by all accounts, that will come to us live beginning at 2 p.m. our time, 3 p.m. Alexandria, Virginia time, where the court uh, will again be in session and we will find out the result of the suit and countersuit by Johnny Depp and then Amber Heard and Holly. I think we're going to be able to take that live. But before we get there. Uh, we have some old TV gossip to chatter about, and I'm so excited for this. You actually think we can play a game? Oh, we're going to play a game, Bradley. I was like, how, how are we 
we going to go through this old television gossip? If you go to the button bar that says CNB Miscellaneous, they will find some game show music that we can play at the ready. Uh, If you go down, down there's a little green button in the last row. Why don't we play some of that? We are going to play Guess the Old TV Celebrity Gossip. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. This is all coming from a new book by director James Burroughs. You might not know his name, but you definitely know some of the television shows he has directed, including but not limited to Friends, Will and Grace, News Radio. This guy's a television legend. So I'm going to ask you some questions about some... Oh, just about some hot celebrity gossip from the world of TV from this new book. All right, should I ding and buzz myself? Yeah, ding and buzz yourself. Okay, I'm very excited for this um, because this is like, you know, I mean, who doesn't want to talk about old Hollywood? Yeah. All right. And by the way, the book is called, directed by James Burroughs, and uh, he's dishing here. Okay, so Can't here's our first question. For some dish. Brandley, which actor was almost cast as Chandler Bing? In Friends. Oh, gosh. These are hard. I know. Hey, but lost out due to a mailing snafu. Which actor was almost cast as Chandler Bing in Friends, but lost out on the role due mm. to a mail problem? That is M-A-I-L. <laughs> Number, a postal issue. A postal issue. Would it be A, John Cryer, 2, B... <laughs> To be no. or not to I'm gonna be. use letters B Alex Winter <laughs> or C Tate Donovan. Which actor almost played Chandler Bing and Friends? John Cryer, Alex Winter, or Tate Donovan? You know, uh Josh, feel free to jump in if you like, but I, I, I only really my first response would be John Cryer. <gasps> Dang, yeah! Oh! Yes, Do you have the any thoughts answer, there, Josh. Uh, I already knew the answer to that one, so oh, that's why I okay. kind of I right, stepped aside good. for that one. I feel like yeah. I'm in good company. All right, yes. tell me more. Yes, all right. So the story goes, Bradley, that John Cryer was almost cast as Chandler Bing on Friends, but apparently FedEx ruined his shot. Now, he taped an audition, John Cryer. He was in London, wanted it rushed overnight to Los Angeles, California. But James Burroughs says that the carrier lost the package and producers never saw John Cryer's audition. Mm. Matthew Perry eventually landing the role of Chandler Bing and Friends. 
Gosh, that is one of those sort of iconic shows that there are a couple stories, probably somewhat apocryphal, but in this case, not that, you know, other famous people could have been these iconic characters. Exactly. That's so fascinating. Okay. Okay. Should we, um, uh, should we do another one? We should. Let me get, um, I'm going to go back here and give you some different music this time. Great. Okay. How about this? Bradley, <laughs> do you know your television? Let's see. According to James Burroughs, the stars of which TV show, quote, had tension from the get-go? Would it be the stars of A, Taxi, B, Laverne and Shirley, or C, Will and Grace? Oh, gosh. Okay, so there's onset tension. Yeah, tension between the stars of which (sighs) classic television sitcom? A, Taxi, taxi, B, Laverne and Shirley, or C, Will and Grace? Will and Grace. Well, I I have an opinion. Uh, Josh, I'm going to ask you to weigh in as well. I'm going to go see because I think I've heard stories. I'm not really going to like specify because I don't recall what the stories are, but I'll go see. Okay, okay. so uh, I, too, am going to say see because I know we've talked about this alleged on set or behind the set, behind the scenes drama on uh, Will and Grace. Well, Bradley, I want you to get your bings, uh, dings and buzzes ready uh, to answer that question. I'm going to give you and Josh a buzz. Oh, no. No. What? The answer is B, Laverne and Shirley. Laverne and Shirley? Yes. James Burroughs writes that there was tension between Penny Marshall and Cindy Williams from the get-go. Now, Penny Marshall being the sister of the show's creator, Gary Marshall, and their dad and sister were also producers on the show, which made Cindy Williams feel like the odd woman out. Oh, that's understandable, I guess. Yes, they had problems with each other. Those problems eventually went public. James Burrow says, I was on the set when the bleep hit the fan and the entire writing staff was fired. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's intense. Were you guys big Will and Grace people or no? Uh, I wouldn't say big. No. Okay. I yeah. was aware. I, I, of I was Grace one of those watched. rare 10, 12 year olds that actually grew up watching Will and Grace. A lot of NBC programming. Yeah. But yeah. And I do feel like there was onset drama, but obviously James Burroughs wasn't talking about it. No, he wasn't. Again, we're doing a little trivia courtesy of TV director James Burroughs. He's got a new memoir out and he's dishing about his classic television shows. Okay. I got another question for you guys. <laughs> That's right. That's your music. Oh, thank you. All right. <laughs> Bradley, Josh, which or who, who did producers want to play Shelley Long's mom on the sitcom Cheers? Okay, Shelley Long's sitcom mom. Mom. Who did producers of Cheers want to play Shelley Long's character's mom on Cheers? Is it A, Lucille Ball, B, Jane Wyman, or C, Betty Davis. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I would have enjoyed all of the above. I, for some reason, do not think Betty Davis would have been uh, the choice that they would have made. Mm-hmm. So that leaves us with Jane Wyman. But she was busy on Falcon Crest. But I don't know if those shows overlapped. I like the math you're doing. Okay, so uh, <laughs> that would mean Lucille Ball. Dang! Oh! Josh, I'm sorry I didn't ask you, but oh. did you have an opinion about the matter? I was well. I was trying to figure out if I, I thought it was a trick question because I thought Lucille Ball had passed before Cheers, but mm. I could be completely wrong on that. I could not remember. I thought maybe Holly was throwing a curveball our way or something. No, like that, Lucille but... Ball indeed was alive okay. during the run, uh, part of the run of Cheers, Over... and James Burrow says 
that they wanted Lucille Ball to play Diane Chambers' mother, James Burroughs actually went over to Lucy's house. Oh, my God. Met with Lucy and her husband, Gary Morton. Exactly. They pitched her on the idea. Gary had some ideas. Lucy cut him off and said, Gary, excuse me. Gary, remember where you were. That's my Lucy. Did he say, Lucy, I'm home or no? No, that was just for Desi. But uh, Lucy turned them down. And the role went to Glennis Johns instead. I, British you know, actress, who, by the way, is still alive, I think. Glennis Johns? Glennis Johns. She is 98 years old. Wow. Yes. That's awesome. Glennis Johns, you might know her uh, best as the mother in 1964's Mary Poppins. Oh, absolutely. You know, I, I, I find that Lucy, um, I just, I could not see her taking a role like that because it's just not all about Lucy. Right. And I don't feel like at that point in her career, that's that was interesting to her. But OK, do we have time for one more quickie? Actually, we don't, because I think we're wrapping oh, up here. Right. Well, but you guys did really well. All right. Thank you, Josh. Congrats. I think we did a thank great you. job. Yeah. And if you want to learn more and just letting you know that this book is going to be released next Tuesday on June 7th. And it's called Directed by James Burroughs. So if you want a lot of hot little uh, television gossip, gossip nuggets. I do. I'm yeah. totally in. So thank you, Holly, for bringing that to the table. It comes out again next week. Yeah. And what's 7th. the title? Directed by James Burroughs. All right. When we come back, I think we're going to be able to take the verdict. Coming in on the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial live on the show. Or we'll try our best. I see things happening. And uh, we'll bring that to you as soon as we can right here on My Talk 107.1.